1: Welcome to the latest edition of All's Caps with former Capitals defenseman Carl Osner. I'm AP Hockey writer Steve Wino. Later, we will be joined by current Capitals forward Connor McMichael. Talk a little bit about playing center in the NHL. He, of course, does Carl stupid questions. But first, the trade deadline. Your old buddy, your old teammate, uh, Marcus Johansson. Uh, what are your, your What are your thoughts on on the moves Brian McClellan made with bringing in Marcus and bringing in Johan Larson?
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty exciting. Um, I know a lot of teams made some pretty big splashes. But I've got some some really uh, big name players and uh, you know, I I don't necessarily think you always need to go out there and get, get those guys. You get people that, that um, you know, fit what you need. And we had talked about who might be coming. And, and um, I mean, I didn't really have Jojo on my radar too, too much, but um, when it comes down to it, I think it's an amazing fit because he can play up and down this lineup pretty easily. He knows, he knows all the players that are on the top two lines Um, and, and he can, he can pass the puck still so good. He can still skate really well. He's 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 the other piece to complete Nick Backstrom as we've joked around. (laughs) They kind of go together, you know. They're they're good. They're a good duo. So I really like I really like um, having JoJo here. I think I think uh, from what he said when I texted him that this is the only place he wanted to go to. So um, someone that comes to a situation that they are really excited about and like, you get more out of them. You know, like it's not like he just got traded to somewhere. and Now he's got to figure things out. He knows this place, so. I think you're going to get um, something good out of JoJo, and then and then Larson. Yeah, we, we talked about it a little bit. He's he's going to slot in nicely and just kind of round round out the the, the forward crew because there's been s- just so as much depth as possible. And um, the fourth line, you know, as as I always say, the fourth line on this team has been so valuable for this team over the last couple of years. Of course, that um, you need to have you, you know you, you need to have a, have good options there, and uh, and I think that he's gonna he's gonna really help them out.
1: Let's let's first of all, I, we need people to stop calling him Mojo because no one called him Mojo, right? Like like this is a thing that fans did, and and, and every once in a while I was like, what's the, what was his nickname? It was never Mojo, right?
0: It's so funny that you say that. So <laughs> at times people called him Mojo, but it was usually Jojo, like that's yeah, just right, or Bud is what we would call him too. And and so my wife Mandy the other day she was calling him Mojo, and she said that is what you guys called him, right? I'm like I'm like well. Not so much. We called them more Jojo than Mojo. But anyways, it's it's whatever <laughs> like you can call people whatever the heck you want, <laughs> as long as you understand. Some people say O V, some people say O V. Uh, it's just kind of whatever you wanna whatever you wanna say. It's just he may not respond to it if you say it, Joe.
1: Right, and that's I, I just want to keep it correct with with JoJo as the nickname. But you're you're right, and and this is what Brian McClellan said, and, and Peter Laviolette says about Marcus Johansson is you can move him up and down the lineup. And, and I think even Johan Larson, if you need to in a pinch play him in a top nine role, you can do it. But you have a there's there's a mix that I see on this team now. you could go Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Wilson, uh, Mantha, uh, Backstrom, Johansson, and then Sherry Eller. Oshi and Larson or AJF with Dowd and, and Hathaway. That's a pretty solid forward core and, and, and a really good top six on defense. As long as Trevor Van Reemsack is healthy.
0: Yeah, you're exactly right. And then I mean, we think about the power play too. Like like Jojo played, yep. played that, that half wall and the low guy on the power play for years. He knows exactly what to do. So, you know, a lot of times when, when the top unit comes off the ice, you still have Ovi out there. You sometimes have Carly and Orly switch or whoever's going to switch Schultz. Um, but, but now you put Jojo out there, who, is, who has been a top-line power play guy for this team for lots of years in the past and can still do it. So you still have a, you know, lethal players that are out there and someone who can, who can get that pass from the goal line or the half wall all the way to Ovi, if, if that's what you want to do. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's, you know, it's not the big splash that, like I said, that some teams did, but it's kind of a sneaky splash, I think. And you know, as long as he stays healthy, because he's had, had some injury uh, troubles too over the years. Um, yeah, I think it could be really good. And I'm, I'm really hoping that, you know, mental state for him is is going to really bring him to that level.
1: Yeah. And, and we'll save we'll save your best Marcus Johansson stories, hopefully have him on this podcast very soon. Uh, but uh, Johan Larson is a guy who's coming off sports hernia surgery. Did you had that you had that core muscle surgery, right, Carl? Yeah, I did. How, uh-huh. how tough is it coming back from that?
0: Uh, I think everybody's a little bit different because, you know, Joe Ward had it. I think Chimmer may have had it. I think you're right. Sherrod's had it. Like lots of guys have had this and I asked them all about it. Like what, you know, what's the recovery like? What do I, what do I do exactly? And, and some guys recover different than others. Uh, For me, it was, it was really hard because I had, I had the the ab tear in conjunction with the groin tear and it was, you know, I was trying to rehab one versus the other at the same time and, and it just didn't go that great for me. I, I, I mean, I, I couldn't, sprint or do any sort of running exercises for three years after that. And so that that's not really the way you train when it comes to hockey. So I had to try and find something else. So it it can be different for everybody. Um, Trotsy was the one that brought it up to me that he had a player that was never the same after, after they had it done. And so you need to find a way to adapt. And uh, unfortunately the game is very fast. And if you don't have speed, you don't really uh, have too much success in the league. So you know, I, I'm not sure exactly how, how he's feeling, but, you know, you, you you lean on the trainers as hard as possible to help you get there.
1: Yeah, and the good news is he appears to be about a week or so away from, from being available, to partner in his first practice on Wednesday, on Wednesday uh, and, and should be able to join this lineup very soon. Let's talk about what Brian McClellan and the Capitals did not do at the deadline. They didn't add a goaltender. They didn't add a, a left-shot depth defenseman. How comfortable are you with, with the moves not made at the deadline?
0: Yeah. Well, so the big one is, is the goaltending. I mean, that's the one we talked about the most and um, what what I'm really happy with. And I, I, I feel proud for him is, is Vitek sure. Vanacek. Like he, he did, he, he I'm sure heard all the rumors probably heard, you know, it being talked about all the time. And he really, he grabbed that job and he's been playing solid, you know, like definitely, definitely um, I think good enough, obviously good enough that that Mac didn't feel the need to go out there and and, you know, pay maybe a little bit extra for, for something, for some sort of rental uh, or whatever he was going to do. Um, you know, I, I think he should feel very proud <laughs> of that fact that, that uh, maybe, maybe the the staff and the management showing some confidence in him to, to be the guy. And, and, uh, and yeah, I, I think his game is, is definitely turned around. I mean, I you'd probably watch it a little bit closer than, than I do, but, um, but yeah, I'm that, that didn't happen in the defense. You know I think for them it's just full it health. I think they're good enough to, uh, to, to to be able to play and make a make a big run. So I'm not I'm not too worried about that. But yeah, it's it's hard. You got lots of teams vying for these players and, and the price can be high and, and they clearly need to continue to start building through the draft over the next couple of years. You don't really want to give away well, too many assets. Yeah,
1: and, and I actually think the the defense move is the one I think Brian McClellan maybe should have just in case of injury. But if those top six guys stay healthy and you've got Faravari and Carlson and you've got Orlov and Jensen and you've got TVR and Schultz, that's a pretty solid six. And unlike the the year you guys had seven, I don't think Peter Lalla Villette's going to address seven defensemen anytime soon.
0: Right, yeah, I hope not. Uh, it's, <laughs> I don't like, no No defenseman likes 7D. No forward likes 7D either, I don't think. So and hopefully that's not the case. But yeah, they need to stay healthy. And speaking of that, Let's just talk about the uh, the Carlson JBN oh, yeah. thing. That dir- was it was, dir- it was oh, dirty, right? Oh, it made me feel sick to my stomach. I, and I'm I don't imagine Ben expected that to happen. But that's just one of those plays where you just you just can never ever do it. And, and if you look, you even watch it in slow mo. Like it wasn't that big of a cross check. But all it takes is just a, a perfectly timed cross right. and 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 he ends up catching an edge and going into the boards. Like I felt sick watching that. And yeah, it's like. My biggest nightmare as a hockey player is to go into the boards like that with that much speed, and you know, it's happened to me a couple of times in the on the half half wall, and it's it's just gross. Like you feel sick when it happens to anybody on the ice. So we can't have anything like that happen, especially to the big boy. That would uh, that would be not good no for this and game. and
1: it was and it was dirty and, and Peter Laviolette said it after the game and and it was one of those where I don't think it and and you know this and, and I think having watched enough hockey that that, that we have that and we played enough that you have that it doesn't take a whole lot of of action there to just kind of like contort John's body a little bit to go to lose the edge because even a little bit of contact when you're racing for the, the racing for the goal line really more than the puck there, but like a, a little contact can make a big difference.
0: Yeah. And, and so it's one of the things that happen. like you're putting so much pressure on your edges at different times of the stride. And if someone gets you in when you're putting all your weight on, on one edge and they give you just a little tap or you're about to put your weight on one, just like Carly was in that instance, you're done. Like you, you go down. And uh, at some, sometimes while you see these guys, you know it may look like a flop sometimes when when they're flying in the air and the gloves go wild and everything but it's just a, a perfectly timed jab to the back of the leg or you know I I would always do this on faceoffs when especially when the hash marks were closer together when I was on the half wall um so if you can envision this in the d zone I was up against the boards I would always just line up with my stick right in front of the forward skate and just as the puck was about to be dropped I knew that they were going to be pushing off and I would just tap the top of their skate and they would fall and I would have just free reign to get the puck and, and wheel behind the net. And then they, I did it to Mike Rivero one time in Nashville and he was looking in the stands because Gribb just kind of one of those guys that was just as good of a player. He was, he wasn't always, you know, yep. laser focused on what was happening. And um, I remember doing that to him and he went just faceplant into the ice and he came over. He's like, man, what are you doing? You're making me look stupid out here. And I'm like, well, you weren't paying attention. So I had to get you. And it, it, it's just one of those little things that you just get them at the right time and, then they moved the hash marks further apart and then i couldn't quite do it as much and it's you know i lost one of my little tricks but anyways (laughs) as i was saying you just got to be careful like that that stuff happens and and you just hope like carly went into the boards like i probably he probably couldn't have gone into the boards any better than he did right you know like it was still violent looking but like he went in (laughs) he didn't go full shoulder he didn't go all knee like he was, I think he was he very lucky. It.
1: One more thing before we bring in, in Connor McMichael, um, Daniel Sprong, uh, not long for this place, was not a fan. Of, Peter Laviolette was not a, a fan of Daniel Sprong. What do you think didn't work out with with Daniel Sprong and the Washington Capitals?
0: It just didn't seem like just couldn't quite find the groove, right? We saw like flashes of of really really good play, and and talking to the guys and and uh, and some of the coaches, like they said that they, this guy shoots the puck the same way Obi does. Yep. You know, may, maybe maybe not as accurate as Ovi you know, Obi is, is one of the best all time, but, but in terms of speed and, and how, how it can come off the stick, like it, that, that's a, that's an asset, right? It's, it's hard to find guys like that, but unfortunately for him, there is another guy like that. And he happens to be the best goal scorer in the world right now. And, you know, if he had, if Strong had that spot on the power play, you know, he may have been scoring 20, 30 goals for this team. Um, but unfortunately you got one guy and he plays, minute forty five on the PP all the time and plays on the top line and and there's it uh, doesn't seem to be a space for you. So if if you can't do that role, you need to find something else. And it just didn't seem to materialize. So you 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 have to move on. And it's unfortunate for, for him because it could have been could have been fun. It would have been really fun to see him succeed. But that's the business, man. You lose friends all the time. You lose people you like, and it, it's just the way and, that works. And the
1: way I described it is, he just doesn't. He didn't score enough to make up for the other th- areas of the ice. He wasn't good enough at, and and like you could afford, you you could you could afford some of the defensive liability and the turnovers and some of the, the lazy plays if he's putting the puck in the net a bunch. And he was just wasn't scoring enough to to outscore those problems.
0: Well, that's exactly right. You, you look at a guy like Ovi, and and uh, you know his. I think his game is oh, become. Sure. You know, it, it's so so much more well rounded now than maybe when he was younger but but he made up for it by scoring 50 goals every year so it's like yeah okay do that and you know we'll figure the rest out you know a a guy like me for example i couldn't score so i had to play really hard d and i had to block lots of shots i knew that's that's where where you know my ticket was and and those are the, the guys that find ways to to stick around as you find out what your what your role is and like these guys like they come from junior and they're the guy most of the time right they're the ones that are Scoring fifty, but not everybody can do that in in the pros. And you just gotta find your spot. And so, um, you know, maybe, maybe on a different team, he is the goal scorer. But on this team, uh, you know, like you said, needed to find something else that would make him successful and make right. him sticky. Speaking
1: of, of, of junior stars who have to find their way in the league, uh, next up on All Caps, we are going to be joined by Connor McMichael.
0: Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May fifth.
1: Welcome back to the Alls Caps Podcast with former Capitals defenseman Carl Allsner, and joined by current Capitals forward Connor McMichael. I'm AP Hockey Writer Steve Wyndham. Hunter, thanks for joining us.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys.
1: Yeah, so uh, this is you're our first active Capitals player to, to be on this, so that that uh, we're we are very honored to have you on here. We um, heard from Peter Laviolette uh, recently just about. Uh, you playing center in the NHL. Uh, you've done it at multiple levels. What's different about it in the NHL and, and how much more comfortable have you felt on the ice playing that natural center position?
2: Yeah, for sure. It's a little bit different than uh, any other level i play on, for sure. Um, I mean, you just got to be uh, quicker decisions and you always got to be uh, tight on your man. I mean, you're playing against a lot of good players in this league and um, if you fall asleep for a second, uh, it could be in the back of that. So you always just got to be on your toes, always uh reading the play and that's kind of just something different than uh the junior level whereas um you can kind of get away with a couple things but um for the most part i thought i had been good this year and um i for sure enjoy playing center a lot more than wing
0: you know the level of responsibility that a centerman has is just crazy i mean you get so much to do out there relied on so heavily by the d obviously in the d zone and then again by your line mates and uh you know you get to see see a couple of pretty good players doing it you know nick has been first guy back and and first guy on the forecheck for quite a few years so it's sure. probably nice to to watch someone like him but like what what do you what would you say you know i guess you can pick up different things from each guy but i i like talking about nick i love highlighting him any chance i get and i know he's been sure. injured a bunch but like what, what what do you see that nick does um that that you would like to maybe do a little bit more of you think
2: He's just so smart with the puck, you know. Um, when he has the puck, he can see the game and, in ways that other guys can. And um, I, th- I feel like the game's just a lot more slow for him. And mm-hmm. um, he's just, he, I call him a wizard with the puck because uh, he's finding guys when he's not even looking that in that direction. And um, game in and game out, he's always amazing guys with what he's doing. So uh, he's just so responsible on our own end as well. And uh, he logs a lot of minutes, uh, rightfully so. So uh, it's really fun watching him out there.
1: The Capitals are going to honor Nick Backstrom uh, Saturday night, a pregame ceremony. Fans are going to get these these squishy apple, (laughs) Nicky thousand point things. It's going to be a weird night. Uh, But you guys have been playing well lately, Connor. Is there something that's clicked differently that you've seen team-wise that has kind of helped you guys win these seven games in March?
2: Uh, yeah, I just think that we're playing with a lot more confidence in our game. You know, we kind of had a, a stretch there that we weren't too happy with and we weren't playing the game that, that we wanted to. And I think um, we just got back on track with a couple of big games and the, the team just started clicking. And um, you can feel that energy that we had in the start of the year coming back. And um, it's just it's just a lot of fun playing right now. And I know the guys are having a lot of fun.
0: I mean, obviously, we, we talk a lot of, lot of caps hockey here, what's going on. But I, I kind of like to learn a little bit about – about the people that come on and and uh, and try and get a little insight, but before I before I ask you one question about the London Knights because I'm always so curious about the, <laughs> the London Knights, um, I got to let you know that I'm actually using your curve in my men's in my men's league. Um, oh we, yeah. Needed something with a little more pop, and so I think <laughs> Dave uh, Dave hooked me up with one of those. And, <laughs> How uh, are you liking it? I, I actually like it quite a bit. Like thing just flies off. Except my first my first I'll give you this. I had a breakaway in in, the, in our shootout to win it. And, uh, because you, you got a little bit more flex than I do. And I went to go and uh, wide open net, like I'm talking wide <laughs> open net, just change the angle on the goalie a little bit. And I went to go sling one, like just pass it into the net and the yeah. thing just rocketed off my stick <laughs> off the post, like a foot and a half further, yeah. right. than I was expecting. So it's just, I mean, it's one of those, like, just to talk about sticks for a second, cause it's changed so much over the years. And, and guys seem to be using a little bit more, a little mm. bit more flex, like so, so for someone like you, I mean, you're battling hard in the corner. So you kind of want, and, 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 face-offs and stuff too. You kind of want something that's a little bit, a little bit, maybe more rigid, but you got, you got quite a bit of bounce to your stick. Is that something that, that you've changed at all over the years or is, is just like, it's just, you've been your go-to?
2: Uh, yeah. So when, I, when I got into junior, I actually, um, you know, just designed that stick and I kind of got it a little heavier um than most sticks just because in face-offs and battles like to have a little heavier stick but um yeah i think what i did was i changed the blade i made the blade a little bit softer so i just find that the puck um like you said it kind of just slingshots off your stick a little bit more and um the shaft is more heavy so i think I, I um covered most areas that i need in my game
0: nice okay let's go let's go to those junior days for a second because the london knights is kind of like know they're the cream of the crop when it comes to uh the chl and canadian hockey um what did did you like about that what's what's so good about that city and the organization the hunters what they got going on there or did did you have a great experience i mean let let us know what you thought
2: no for sure um like they say london's the best place to play junior hockey and um i can back that up you know i was there for three years and um every year just got better and better with the Hunters and. Um, They for sure know how to run a ship over there. And um, as you've seen, there's so many good players that have gone through that organization and um, how many games and and what they've accomplished over there. So uh, the Hunters are great and the the city of London's great. I mean, we sell out um, every single night, 10,000 a night. So it's pretty cool. It's literally like playing in in a mini NHL uh, city. So it's a lot of fun. And um, I know a lot of guys that that play there enjoy it a lot.
0: Yeah, for, for people listening that don't understand London, like you are a god in London when you play. Like it's, <laughs> you have to figure what is it Western? Is that the university that's Yeah, there? yeah so You get all you young guys running around and, and a bunch <laughs> of college kids running around. It's got it. It's got to make for a pretty interesting time.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, the city has a lot of mix of uh, mix of everything. Uh, you got the college students, you got the the older folks, and um, everyone's at our game. So it's it gets pretty rowdy and it's a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> Carl you know I went to London when when Dale Hunter coached you guys I went to London and spent like three or four days there I was a god in London by the time I left and I was just I was just <laughs> hanging out there
0: <laughs> That's amazing. yeah we, I mean when 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 he's when he's your you know the owner and, and coach and stuff you sometimes don't get to see the light side of him but like oh, yeah. you can ask Carly um, about some of the times we spent with Huntsy in the in the sauna like he'd be in there in the morning sweating it out and me and Carly would come for a sweat and he'd be in there and he'd just be telling us stories and the guy's he's just such a such a good human and so cool doesn't doesn't talk a whole lot but but he's a good guy to to be around um so one of the things that that I was very into when I played was my uh stitch my superstitions my routines around the rink are you finding that you're getting into anything different like that or are you a guy that doesn't like to have any superstitions or routines or or do you find that the more you play the more you feel like you have to kind of zone into something to get you
2: get your mind right? I mean I don't have anything too crazy but I know a lot of the guys on the team are, are pretty into the superstitions and um, but for me it's my only one that I really have is I don't let the blade of my stick touch the the floor in the dressing room or anything before I hit the ice. I don't know it's just something I've always done. <laughs> um and then you know i I don't know sometimes i'll try it, like, a couple things and then if it, if it works i have a good game or something i'll try it again kind of until um i don't have a good game or whatnot so uh, i don't know i'm just mixing in a lot of things but the blade thing's probably my biggest one that i've, I've stuck with for a long time make sure if,
0: if no one's told you yet make sure ask the guys about john erskine and, and some of the ones he has because
2: it, <laughs> it was outrageous absolutely outrageous. <laughs> yeah i've seen some pretty crazy ones on our team honestly but um, I'm sure there's a lot out there.
0: Yeah, there's, and then and then the pregame handshakes. Are you involved in any right now? Because that that's just taking taking the hockey world by storm. Like all the all the cup taps and, and what the guys have going. I know O is pretty loud. Um, <laughs> yeah. Same with O. But are you part of anything right now? And does it make you nervous that you're going to mess it up whenever oh, you I got, run through?
2: I probably got uh, about ten. So I don't have I don't have uh, one with everybody, but uh even with the handful that I have it's it's nerve-wracking honestly like you're gonna forget I don't know how these guys remember every single thing that they're doing with every guy because um, <laughs> you know sometimes a guy comes up to me and I kind of forget what we're gonna about to do and I kind of just wing it but um yeah it's crazy some of the handshakes that these guys got going
0: It really it's so impressive to me and then one more thing I want to know because yeah I loved um, a people watching like even now I am if I Waiting for the kids at school at pickup or whatever. I'm always seeing what the other parents are doing. Like I'm I'm just a people watcher. Same thing yeah. at the at the rank though. Like who is there anyone that you that you find yourself watching all the time? Like, you know, just <laughs> what, what they're doing to prepare, on the ice, just impressed, like, you know, in practice. We go back to Backy. I'd always watch Backy. Um, see what he's up to. But it, do you find yourself kind of like narrowing in on anybody specific? Cause either they do weird things or you're just curious what they do. Like I I was lucky too. I got to play with Sergey Fedorov. So Fedorov yeah. was a us, right? Anything yeah. you did, we wanted to know. So I, that's kind of what happened for me.
2: Yeah. I mean, for me, a big one is for sure Obi. Um, mm-hmm. f- just growing up, Obi was that guy from uh, the kids my age and um, it's just really cool playing with him. So sometimes I just catch myself watching what he's doing and uh, he's got some crazy things going on as, to, as well. But Another guy is also Koozie. Cousy, probably. Koozie's always changing his tape job up, changing sticks, everything. And um, I'm always paying attention what he's doing with his equipment and stuff because, uh, you know, you've seen Koozie. He's just – he's unbelievable out there, and um, he's really fun to watch.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I know, like, you, you, even though that you're, you're a pro, you're at the, the top of the level, you, you still like to watch what the other guys do and, and mm-hmm. copy some of the things that they do because – you know these guys are still 10, 15 years older than you, and and like you said, Mikey, they grew up watching them. So it's yeah. we're, we're still fan, still fans <laughs> of the players, even though you're playing with them. And it it's kind of funny how you uh, you pick up on what everybody else is doing.
1: And, and, yeah, we're, for, and we're fans too. I mean, her. right? Like I, I mean, I, I'm I'm glad, Connor. You get a chance to 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 play with Ovi and Nick and and all these older guys. At, at any point, do you catch yourself just almost in awe of, of those guys on the ice?
2: I mean, for sure. Um, I mean, just three or four years ago, I was just a fan of the NHL. You know, I just love right. watching hockey and um, I would look up to all these superstars. And um, I'm fortunate enough to play with a lot of a lot of guys who will probably be in the Hall of Fame, like uh, O V, Backey. You know, Johnny's unbelievable. Um, all these players, it's just it's cool to be out there with them and just watch them what they do every single day and um, how good of players they are
0: just, just from my, from my own experience here, if I can give any advice, like collect as many OV sticks as you can, <laughs> sticks as you can. Yeah, I, I, we sure. used to sign, I used to sign them all at the end of the year, you would sign like yeah. 40 sticks and guys would just go <laughs> and grab a few. And I'd always, I collect, I collect sticks while I played. So I have, I have a yeah. good collection, but like just load up on these things because it, it's something that you'll appreciate later. I never sure. got any Fedorovs, and, and it pisses me off that I never did it. <laughs> And it's just something that you'll appreciate uh yeah. down the road. So please stock up on these things, especially oh, for for milestones.
2: A hundred percent. I mean, I, I haven't got any sticks yet, but um I'm still trying to just get used to things around here still before I go asking around. But I'm sure the Talk guys to Woody.
0: Is Talk really to Woody. Good. Woody's the guy. He hooks you up, <laughs> whatever whatever you need, he's he's the man for
2: it. <laughs> yeah, for say. sure. What Woody's a beauty. Yes, <laughs> long
1: long season and a long NHL career coming for, for Connor McMichael. Uh, when we're, we come back on All's Caps, Connor will be the latest victim of Carl's stupid Questions.
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
1: Welcome back to All's Caps with former Capitals defenseman Carl Osner and current Capitals forward Conor McMichael. I'm AP Hockey Writer Steve Wino. And now Carl's favorite portion of the show, Carl's Stupid Questions.
0: <laughs> yes, all right. So we've already given a little rundown to Mikey about what's going to happen here. So I'll spare everybody the, uh, that that pain um okay so the first question here is is what do you find yourself doing on the plane do you do you watch movies do you read books do you play cards what what do you do right now and what would what do you think you want to do because I know you know there's some some things with rookies and sometimes yeah. they kind of get into the card games and yeah. you know, you got to sit at the front so what what do you do on the plane right now and do you think you'd ever get into the cards and stuff like that
2: uh, right now I'm a big, uh, movie guy or just listen to music, you know, or, or just talk to some guys, um, basically just chilling over there in, in my seat. But, um, in the future, I'd like to be on the card table. I'm a big cards guy. I like playing cards. So that'd be something that would be fun for me. Man,
0: <laughs> make sure you always find out what the buy-in is before you play. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, yeah I've, I've seen some of the guys, uh, losses. Um, they're not, <laughs> some of them are pretty. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I can get tough sometimes, but yeah. hey, it's fun. Um, Okay, this this one it's a good question since you're you're so fresh into your career. At this point, do you think you would rather play five years and win a cup, or play fifteen good years? You know, like a a solid yeah. you know top line guy, second line guy, um, but never win a Stanley Cup.
2: You know, I'd probably pick the fifteen years to be honest. Um, I just love hockey, and you know, I, I can't imagine only playing for five more years. So I I feel like I'd rather have a, a solid career where. Um, I can enjoy what I'm doing and, and enjoy playing hockey until I, until I can't anymore.
0: You know what? and that is I think that's the most honest answer we've had for that because <laughs> that's a great way to put it. You love the game, you don't want to stop playing and yeah. as much as you can play. I mean it's a it's a it's it's a tough balance right there, but I, I love uh, love the honesty there. Yeah, so don't get me
2: wrong that. i'd I'd love to win a Stanley Cup, but uh, you know I, I just love the game of hockey you oh. know. <laughs>
1: I was, was going to say there, there's no, nothing stopping you from playing 15 years and winning the Stanley Cup here oh, so yeah, that, yes, both, yeah. that thing yeah. can still happen.
2: yeah, yeah for sure Absolutely. that is what happens yeah
0: um, okay so who, who do you think who do you consider to be the best athlete on the team I know uh, it, people would be surprised at how unathletic uh, professional hockey players or any athletes could be <laughs> at other things and you know you play soccer and see you guys dim yeah. the gym and all that who, who would you say is the best athlete on the team Honestly, I'd
2: probably say Osh. I mean, yeah. it just seems like Osh is good at everything, you know, golf. Um, I know he used to play basketball, and then you've obviously seen him on the ice. He's just – it seems like everything that he does, he's above average in or, or excellent. And so, um, yeah, I'd probably say Osh.
0: Yeah, I, I, for, I don't know all the guys on the team now, but I would agree with that. Osh is insane. Like, we would yeah. warm up playing uh, basketball before the game. He, he's just so smooth. so much style. <laughs> like, I don't know how he does it, just an yeah. all-around. He's got all the tools. He does big toolkit on that guy. <laughs> yeah. um, who is your celebrity crush right now? Do you have a
2: celebrity crush? Mm, I'd probably say I was a big Carrie Underwood guy growing up, honestly. But uh, right now, I'd probably say um, Madison Beer, little little singer, uh, TikToker. You know, that's what the kids are into these days. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's out of our age range, <laughs> rage, Carl
2: yeah, yeah
0: look, look her up i'm not i've never madison be, beer or bear yeah beer Beer. good yeah. last name though yeah. Um, yeah. all right i'll look her up um okay so this, i just want to stray for a second really quickly because um i'm curious what have you have you done anything kind of outlandish this isn't part of the question so it doesn't count um when with like with buying anything like i'm, I'm thinking back like i I remember all the guys who go to Hugo Boss. They get nice suits or something like yeah. that. And I, yeah. I could never really bring myself to do it, at least the first couple of years. And yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Did, did you, did you, have you guys been to the mall doing anything like that? Something that you're just so proud of that you, that you got yourself?
2: Uh, nothing really crazy. I, uh, at the start of the year, I didn't have too many suits, um, so I, I went out and bought a few new suits, which, um, felt nice for me, you know, but. Uh, Nothing really too crazy other than that, you know, just the the odd purchase here and there. Okay,
0: um, where'd you go for
2: the suits? We need to know. Uh, I went to uh, Stain Liberty. Oh, really? You, you ever I heard, heard that's that? Really solid. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, their suits are really nice. Okay.
0: All right. So follow up to that. If you could be the face of any business or product, what do you think it would be?
2: What would, it, what would you want it to be? <laughs> <laughs> like an existing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Probably Amazon, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You, you can't really pass shipping. that up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would. I, I'm. A, I like watches. So for me, it would be uh, either Rolex or Richard Mille. Love, <laughs> love, watches. Says. Yeah. Uh, you know, a- ask ask uh, Marcus Johansson about watches. He's a, he's a big watch guy. You're a Big one, watch guy. Big
2: yeah. watch guy. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to I'll have to keep an eye out for his rest. See what he's got going on.
0: You've got, got a little bling going on. It's
2: pretty, it's pretty impressive.
0: All right, last question for you here. And and don't worry, no no Caps fans will take offense to this because they know <laughs> this is one of my stupid questions. <laughs> but from, from the, the other teams that you've seen so far and the cities that you've been to, if you had to sign on the dotted line today to play for another team in another city, what would the top three that you would choose, you think?
2: I'd say my number one would probably be Toronto just cause I'm from Toronto. I think it would be cool. Just cool. You know, growing up, I was a fan. Uh, number two, I, I thought Montreal was cool. It's a cool city. Um, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> a source subject on this show. <laughs> I'm grimacing right now. <laughs> and, um, uh, my third, uh, probably LA, you know, I like, I like the warm weather. Uh, I like the city. It was my first time there this year. I thought it was pretty cool. So clearly you don't care about taxes.
0: <laughs> 'Cause these are all the three of the highest taxes in, in the entire league. <laughs> eventually,
1: eventually you'll think about that. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> like, yeah, won't wind up in Laval, you don't have to pay escrow like Carl did.
0: <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. We're always always looking at Per diem management and escrow management. Yeah,
2: there you go. That's
0: the um, way go. All right. So that's the six, six and a half questions I had for you. Just quickly do put these into my calculator. Um 15 good years, truth. Oh, she nailed it. Amazon. Sheets taxes. I like your answers. Uh My calculator is coming up with uh, hundred and thirty-four points. <laughs>
2: there you go. What's the highest? You're
0: gonna have to let me know what the highest score is or when. Well, I okay. we got a two seventy-four. Uh, um But that's was, an aberration.
1: That that that's that was a weird one. You were driving at the time. Yeah. No offense <laughs> to Greg, but like that was you you botched that one.
0: It was two seventy-four Canadian because I had to go across the border that day. So <laughs> it was more. Okay.
2: So the exchange kind of works out.
0: Exchange worked out, yeah. You're you're in the top five, top five, top six. So it's pretty it's pretty solid. Congrats Thank on that. You, you should All feel five. very proud.
1: Thank you. That is that is a top six in Carl's stupid questions. Um, <laughs> top nine uh, forward on the Washington Capitals, Connor McMichael. Thank you very much for joining us on All's Caps.
2: Yeah, thanks guys for having me. Appreciate you.
1: And everybody, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.